yellow and welcome to a very pink episode for some reason of Kitsacast. We're on episode 32 and I still have no tooth and that's why I'm because I'm little weight. So I still cannot look at the camera. Tomorrow I have an appointment at 3 p.m. with the dentist. Appointment with the dentist, like we're going to have a Zoom meeting. Yeah, we're going to have a Google Meet meeting with the dentist and they're going to be, you know, fixing my tooth remotely. That's the future. That's the future of dentistry and everything. So today is Tuesday, 20th of February. It's uh, 11 o'clock, 11 p.m. as I'm recording this. In this podcast, I'm talking about my personal self-development journey and trying to make it in life, whatever that means. Um, I'm actually thinking of starting a second podcast because, of course, I am with guests, only guests only, called Trying to Make It. Now, if someone can go and Google if that podcast exists, probably there's like 55 of them that exist. But at this point, I don't care because every name that I come up with is already taken. So in this podcast, it would be like, I want to continue the Kitsikast. And I think a lot of people would subscribe to me talking to guests about productivity and whatever. But then they would get annoyed if I upload daily because they might not want to listen to a daily podcast. That's why I want to like split this in two and have something called trying to make it in life. No, trying to make it, not in life. That means different things for different people. We'll see if I'll start that or not. Uh, so in this, in Kitsikast, we discuss habits, routines, pomodoros, work-life balance, which is non-existent for me right now, fitness, healthy food, life hacks, being a dad, productivity, running startups, creating apps. I don't know why am I counting with my fingers. It's weird. It doesn't matter. If this is your cup of tea, walk with me, put on your headphones, put on your shoes, go for a walk. And if you do that every time you listen to a podcast, you're going to get swole. Now, can you get swole from walks? No, you can't. But, you know, not with that attitude. If you say, I'm not going to get swole by walking, you're not going to. So try. Um, if you're new here, my name is Kitze and I'm the founder of Sizi, the browser for developers, Benji, the LifeOS, and Zero to Ship, the course that helps you ship your SaaS using the technology stack that I'm using in all of my apps. You can go down in the description, do your homework and click on all of them. Uh, yeah, send me video or comment questions. I actually started an AMA on Twitter right now because I don't have that many topics to talk about. So far, I have only one question, so I'm going to check it throughout the podcast. Something interesting comes up, I'm going to answer it. All right, conferences I'm going to, React Alicante in September, InfoBip Shift in September, and a split conference that's so magical at this point, I don't know where it is or when it is. I'm just assuming I'm going to magically teleport there on the day of the conference. I think it's a meetup that's bigger slash conference. I don't know what it is. I've been thinking of starting a meetup here in the Tri-City area in Poland because, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. I've been complaining there's not in, not enough. There is an English meetup about Kubernetes. If you can murder me, I'll be there. And I'm like, hi, I'm on stage. Can you guys get some sharp objects, like whatever you can find around you, like a glass, a glass or a bottle of beer or whatever. And can someone come on the stage and stab me? Thank you. Bye-bye. That's it. That will be me giving a talk at a Kubernetes meetup. I'm thinking of starting, I was thinking of starting like a front-end meetup. No, I was thinking of starting like a general meetup. But then like I hate general meetups. I've been here when we moved in. We were like, let's make friends and let's meet up with people. It's the people there are so cringe, dude, at general meetups, especially if you go like me and my wife went. went. Uh, Once it was actually a very productive and a good meetup because uh, my wife got her job opportunity and that's how she got employed at Amazon because we met someone who was working at Amazon. They were looking for someone with technical skills, yada, yada, yada. And next thing you know, my wife was working at Amazon. But this was like a during-the-day meetup, something about... I don't even know if it exists anymore. And then we went to a meetup at night at a bar with a bunch of strangers, basically, from the city, a bunch of expats coming from different countries. And it seemed like most people wanted to get drunk and to find someone to hook up with. So me and my wife, you know, just felt very awkward being in that meetup. So I wanted to start like a technical meetup, but I'm not sure if I wanted to be about... um, startups? Do I want it to be about development? Do I want it to be about front-end? I don't know how niche I want to go. Like, I don't know how specific I want to be or make it something broader. I don't even know what I want to make. Eventually, I even want to organize my own conference here because I think the place is freaking awesome. And, and 
uh, affordable and a lot of people can come here. But uh, yeah, what the fuck was I talking about? About the split meetup. Yeah, so these people from Croatia invited me for a meetup in Split. That's a bit bigger, but I have no idea when is that happening. Um, all right. What What else? What else? What else? Uh, yeah, Benji Review is, as I said, I'm hyper-focused on... Uh, on only working like from morning to night. Today I've coded for over seven hours, and the Pomodoros here say, let's just go through the screen sharing. Pomodoros say nine hours and twenty-five minutes. I think this is more or less accurate. I might be missing like one Pomodoro, so it's like around um ten hours of work today. Uh, the food has been super uh, healthy as always, so food is going fine. Except I started cheat meals on the weekends, so. That's it. Um, what else do we have? Pomodoros are fine. Hydration. I don't think that I've completely logged everything, so I'll just log whatever. I'm drinking a lot of water from this cup, and I'm definitely over three liters of water every day. I want it to be three liters. God damn it, I'll add 300 milliliters more. Fasting is going fine. Um, let's just add. I, I started fasting around seven, and um, side, side thought coming back from the screen. I started watching Sahil, what is his freaking surname? Bloom, I think. He's a thread boy on Twitter, essentially. And a lot of people hate thread boys. And uh, his YouTube channel popped up and I started watching. He was doing like some cold plunge wisdom like he would get in a cold plunge. Did you know those cold plunges are fucking 5,000 euros? Dude, that's fucking crazy. Like I want to do the Balkan thing and get like a bucket <laughs> and fill it with ice. Like a lot of people are actually doing that even on YouTube. They would just get the cheapest whatever pool-like thingy and just fill it with cold water and ice. But if you get a cold plunge, it has all the bells and whistles, you know, to keep the water fresh and whatever. So he's been doing these videos when he gets in the cold plunge and he holds a microphone and he's speaking about stuff. But that's not interesting to me. I like the vlogs. Um, I like, you know, at first I was judging him uh, because he's going to sleep at 8.30 p.m. And then he wakes up at 4 something. And the first thing he does, he's doing a bit of exercise, like push-ups and stuff. And he has this method called Pi 5-3, whatever, farts. Uh, he's doing five push-ups and three squats and two whatever. It doesn't matter. He just invented the numbers to be interesting. He thought he's the ending of Lost or whatever. So he's going to put five numbers and they're going to matter to us. It's not that interesting, but he's doing that workout and he's getting in the cold plunge. He stays there for a while. And then he's, um, I'm not sure if he's either eating something, but I think until 8 a.m. from like 5 to 8 a.m. before his sons wake up and his wife wakes up, he's working focus for three hours. And at first I was like, you know, I, st I watched the video and I cringed on the call, this fucking bullshit with the waking up early and whatever. And then I realized it's like, my daughter goes to bed at 7.30 p.m. I don't do something very, very productive. I mean, I record the podcast, but I can move the podcast, record it during the day. I can figure out ways to move things to actually go to sleep very early and then also wake up very early because I believe that at that time in the morning, especially when my uh, daughter will start, you know, to uh to grow and and also be a little human and walk around and wake up it's gonna be harder to work focused so you know that seemed like a very at first i hated it but then i'm like god damn it i respect this guy because he had a little short that he's shown from all of his days in the cold plunge and he's been doing it since september consistently every fucking day wake up at four something go in the cold plunge do three hours of work then he's going sometimes for a, for a 21 kilometer run and then he works out in the gym like very hard from what i see from those clips is like jesus christ it's it's easy to, to hate on those kind of videos because I think every time you hate on something, it's something that you deeply want for yourself. Like, I found myself feeling that, like, for, you know, a lot of situations in my life, and I think it is like that. So when I find myself hating on it, I'm like, hmm, why do you hate this? Hate it because you cannot have it right now. Um, especially, like, I, I cannot even do a 5K run because of my leg issues. Uh, speaking of them, like, we went on a tangent, and this is the fourth tangent I'm going to. I saw a tweet 
And my physical therapist actually said that. And I think I've tried all the things regarding fixing my leg issues and my glute issues, basically. But I haven't tried fixing my core and having a very strong core. I saw this tweet, if you have trouble sitting on your whatever, ass bones, whatever they're called in, in Latin, like, something. Um, the, she said, uh, strengthen your core and you'll be fine. So I've tried all the things, you know, all the magic, but I haven't tried actually strengthening my core. Dude, the things that I've been doing, like, if you don't like um, hearing about medical things, like, it's not that scary as, like, they weren't cut, cutting me open or whatever. But if you don't like hearing about this, just keep one minute, two minutes, and you'll be fine. Uh, while I was doing physical therapy, maybe I even mentioned, yeah, I, I think I've mentioned the needles for the physical therapy, or I haven't, I have no idea. So I was doing physical therapy with this uh, woman. She was something like a coach or a trainer or the Polish representation or something. I have no fucking idea. But she was she was really good. And she, um, she actually helped me with this a lot. But at some point, she was getting desperate. She was like, you're one of the toughest clients that I had. And like, this issue is not going away. Do you want to try other techniques? And I'm like, what other techniques are there? She was like, needling and needles. And I'm like, is that like acupuncture? And she's like, no, it's not that. We can also try that, but this is something different. And then, dude, I Google that online. I see it on YouTube, how big the needles are. And as I told you to skip. You decided to stay, right? The needles, I swear to God, like one needle is like probably that big. And it goes places. Like depending where you have pain. You have some pain in your whatever. Shoulders or whatever, they would put that needle and they would put it down deep in your muscle. And then it causes, causes some muscle twitches, basically. And it corrects something. So I was just postponing and postponing and post postponing that. And at some point I was like, fuck it, let's just do it tomorrow on tomorrow's meeting. And I wanted to to uh, to not go actually that big day because I was very scared from having giant ass needles in my ass, literally. I mean, in in, in my glute, not in inside of like in, in the muscle. Um, so I remember I, I restarted David Goggins' book. Uh, you can't hurt me. One of the best, like, dude, if you feel in a rut and you feel like this podcast or whatever, Things online are not motivating enough for you. Go listen to David Goggins' book, Can't Hurt Me. One of the best books ever. I think if I think I mentioned this. If you play that book on a graveyard, people will start, like dead people, zombies will start doing push-ups. I swear to God, it's insane. So I, before doing the needles, I restarted this book. And, you know, I, uh, I remember I was a bit early for the meeting. So I'm walking around the park, just listening to David Goggins. I'm like, you can do it. You can do it. You can get the needles. It was... Um, so then, you know, I'm like, can I listen to something? And she's like, sure, you can listen to something. And I'm like, just touch me if you actually need something from me. Um, and it hurt, it hurt, it, it didn't hurt that much, but just the thought something goes deep in your muscle and you don't know what to, re what to expect. Like suddenly, you know, you, you feel like a muscle twitch and then it's over and you feel like you felt some relief. And in my head, I was just thinking, I was rolling names of fast food restaurants I'm going to go later. And across this physical therapy, it's a McDonald's. And I was like, bye, that's happening. I don't know how much I ate. I know I called my wife when I was done with that shit. It was just, it was like when the needle enters and when it exits, it was painful. But during the thing, she was like, oh my God, I have to record. And I'm like, please do not record. And she was like, your your muscles are literally dancing right now. So I was assuming she, she was too polite to say it. And I'm twerking in a way because all the needles were in my ass and it was just going up and down. It was weird, dude. So supposed to be a productivity podcast. What am I talking about? I'm tired. Um, yeah, so I tried that. Didn't didn't help much. She was like, do you want to try it again? I was like, who's the singer of Chandelier? Bye, see ya. I was like, hey, are you Miss American Pie? Because bye-bye. I don't want to try that again. Then she uh, she moved. <laughs> like, why do I have this fucking fate, dude? My assistant. Yes, something really bad happened to MJ. But he quit the profession. That's I. 
I still want to find some humor in that. You know, I'm trying to fix my life over here. And someone is like, well, I was an assistant until now. And now I quit the fucking profession. This woman moved to fucking Germany or something. No, I think she was temporarily moved there to work with some um, handball team or whatever. Maybe she's back now. I don't know. I'm not doing physical therapy now in person. And then she moved me to the boss of the institution, which was like this hardcore guy, dude. He wanted to put, what are those called? Um, so we were doing cupping techniques. Basically, that's also a very big pain in the ass, pun intended and not intended, but it is. So we were trying all sorts of shit, like trying to walk with them and yada, yada, yada. He even had those, what are those called? They're not insects. They're like larvae-ish black things that you keep them in a jar. And he's like, we can put some of them on, on you and they'll basically suck your blood. And I'm like... Is this a fucking movie or is it real life? Get the fuck out of here. What are you saying, dude? Putting little animals that are going to suck blood from my ass. Like, fuck off. <laughs> oh, don't quote that. Don't clip that, please. Yeah, so that didn't work. And now what was I saying? So I tried all... Yeah, I wanted to say I tried all the fucking techniques. But sometimes the solution is so simple. Like this woman on Twitter is like, uh, have you tried strengthening your core? I'm like, I almost tried live animals on my ass. But no, I haven't tried doing crunches and actually strengthening my core. So maybe I should fucking try this. Honestly, I feel in a horrible physical shape right now because like my brain is very tired and my ass is very tired from sitting and my back is very tired because I haven't been stretching and I haven't been doing strength training for like this is 12th day probably in a row no strength training luckily I've been doing my walks so uh, I got into a habit if I see my apple fitness rings they're not full and I know that I'm not going to check the 10,000 steps for the day like um, 7 p.m. I felt like I felt so tired from looking at a computer screen I took a pill for any beats on I took a pill for a headache and because um, my head started pulsing. Like I've been working way too fucking much. I took a pill and I felt a little bit, you know, uh, my wife made that sweet millet, cocoa powder, scoop of protein, strawberries. It was healthy, but she made three small portions for the next three days. Guess what? I thought they're all for today. I ate all of them. I felt sick. But I'm like, you're doing this walk sick or not sick. So I felt horrible, but I'm still at least persistent about doing uh, my walking. I measured my weight today and um, it's 93.4. So the three pizzas didn't do much damage. So I guess cheat meal is fine. If I, I basically tested with three pizzas, I can always go back to one and I'll be fine. Um, yeah, sleep score and sleep time. I haven't slept well and I'm going to bed at midnight and my schedule, everything is a fucking mess, but I think this period will pass. Like this will be only for this week. And then after this week, I'm going to go back to the normal thing and strength training and everything else. So I just let myself you know, go through this period. I'm very passionate and hyped about the Benji app and I want to do that and I don't want to do other things and it's it's all good. Um, yeah, let's do the final Benji thing check. Uh, the the habits um, are not bad. I'm trying to do as much as I can, especially these any day habits like no coffee, no alcohol, soda, bread, fast food. None of those things. I'm trying to do as, as much as I can. I'm not doing the leg exercises. We're supposed to have a meeting with my physical therapist tomorrow. But I told him that I'm not doing the exercises. And I need one more week to start doing the exercises. So we'll see about that. And I guess that is the bench review with all the side tangents that I went to. Let me check the AMA. All right. There's actually some good questions here. So couple, three questions from Zico. Shout out to Zico. Thank you for helping. Today he fixed some authentication issues in the React Native app. Oh shit, I forgot to. Like I, I need, well, you know what? I don't want to demo the app today for you again. Because there's a bunch of micro improvements and I added shit and there's interesting stuff in the AMA. Maybe I'll do more stuff and I'll show you the app maybe at the end of the week. I don't want to bother you with the app all the fucking time. So question for Zico uh, from Zico. What are you doing differently compared to the last few times you went all in on coding and working and you got burned out? I, I literally thought of this an hour ago 
and I'm like, oh, you're entering the end of the cycle. Like, I feel very fucking tired. I need to tone it down. Like, basically, I was fine when I was stopping work at 4 p.m., but now I cannot wait to finish lunch, and my wife is going to go feed the baby, and I go back here, and I literally spend, like, one hour with my daughter per day during the last week, and I don't like that. I would like to... I mean, during the free days, tomorrow is my free day. Tomorrow is my Saturday, technically. I will spend more time with her, and on Sunday, I spend a lot of time with her, but still, during the week, I don't... I don't like this, and it would be fine if we were all hanging out in the living room, but it's not fine that I'm going downstairs and I'm doing one more Pomodoro, and then when my wife puts her to sleep, I start the walk, and I walk on the treadmill for an hour and a half, and I do two more Pomodoro. It's like too much, and it's too much for my brain, and I don't like that I don't feel healthy. Like, honestly, I felt a little bit dizzy today, a little bit. My eyes are tired, and my head is pulsing, and I have a headache, and I'm like, this is a recipe for disaster, and God forbid, I've mentioned, I think, in the first KitaCast that I know cases who of people like close not, not very close to me, not close friends, but I knew them. They were in a, in a circle of like a friend of a friend who literally died from working too much. I know these cases and it still doesn't enter my head that I might do something stupid. When I, when I go into something, I go into something very stubbornly. The right thing here would be for me to hire, to, to either hire people for help or to get people for help. The irony is um, three people said they're going to help. So I have Edu as a contractor who's getting paid by the hour. We, we get Powell, who uh, said uh, on Twitter, I'm going to help you with the React Native app. And yesterday, when I asked him, how much time do you have? He was like three to four hours every day. Since yesterday, nothing. He sent a wave emoji in the channel. He, had, he fixed one line of code. And like this honestly drives me a bit crazy. And I had this forever with contractors that you just be honest. What are the expectations? And I won't be, I won't be mad if you're just like, hey, I don't have time to work on this today or whatever. Edu, same thing. Edu is like, yeah, I'll do something yesterday, nothing the entire day. Today I ask him, hey, dude, are you planning to work on something? He's like, yeah, sorry for yesterday. I'm definitely going to work today. No commits. So I feel like an idiot in this Slack channel with four people, but the entire day I've been the one creating issues, pushing code, fixing things. Like I've been doing both in the web app and in the native app, a bunch of other shit. Zico fixed the authentication, but I still feel, you know, I got a bit hyped. I'm like, fuck yeah, we have a week. And if we all give our best in a week, like this native app can be done, done. Like it wouldn't need even improvements. But then the reality is just, you know, like a high school project when it's a group and then the one person co completes most of the thing. So I know that this is not the right way to to realize my ideas because every time I go into this cycle of working on one thing, everything else uh, falls apart. So this ties with the second question from Zico. Can you su sustain the current pace of Benji development plus family plus other things? No, I cannot because everything else is fall falling apart. Uh, Athena decided to give me a replacement assistant and they were like, do you want to have a meeting with your new assistant today? And I just said no, because I felt annoyed that I only had two meetings today and I need to have one more. And I'm like, no, I just want to work on the app and I don't want to do anything else, which is a bit childish, you know, like there's CZ customers waiting on the email. There's zero to ship people asking me questions. Some of them, um, everyone wants different things. And I had two meetings and stuff and I'm like everything is annoying to me. I just want to get rid of everything in code, but that's not the reality. Even if I code on Benji, like there's potential in Glink. It can be launched as a, you know, fully paid product. There's things not working in CZ and yada, yada, yada. So what I'm doing right now is very idiotic and I've been in this cycle. But as I mentioned, my hope of getting untangled from this cycle was my assistant. And as soon as we started, we stopped and now I'm back to my shit until the new assistant starts. So for a while, it's going to be messy. Uh, it is what it is. Um, also tied to another user's question. Let me see their name. From Antonio Tropiano, the, the most Italian name ever. Uh, how many house chores do you do? And... Um, how much uh, do they impact your productivity? What changed after the baby? So I, um, what I was doing until previous week, and I think that's not the best strategy ever, 
I was forcing myself, like I, I would finish work at 4 p.m. And then uh, after work, like we would go and have lunch. And then after lunch, I would take my daughter for a while. And then I was doing one to one and a half hours of tasks and chores, which a lot of times they're needed things. But a lot of times I just felt this pressure that I have to clean my personal to-do list for some portion of the day. Now I realize that's a little bit stupid because yes, there are some things like I need to take out some trash or break down some boxes because tomorrow they're going to come up and pick certain trash. There's some things that need to be done during the week. But what I changed for first of all, because I'm obsessed with coding on this app. And second of all, because I think I'm going to do it from now on is during the work days, like I've done enough work. What I want is after 4 p.m. just to be with my family until my daughter goes to sleep. And afterwards, I record a podcast and then I spend time with my wife. That's my my goal. And I'll bring the chores down to 15 to 30 minutes maximum if something something really, really, really needs um, to be done. So regarding how many chores do I have? I have, I have a lot of chores and I'm helping with a lot of shit as much as I can. Uh, my wife took a lot of responsibilities about the baby. Like I, I cannot praise her enough. She's literally a superhero. You know, I was joking with that Bill Burr joke about stay-at-home moms. Uh, he has a very funny clip. You just go find it somewhere. It's one of the most popular clips regarding stay-at-home moms. And it was always funny to me until I realized it's not fucking funny. He's like, how hard it is to bend over and put in the frozen DVD in the DVD player. And I was like, ah, really? He was like, being a stay-at-home mom is not harder than roofing uh, in July because yeah, there are people who are working hard, construction jobs and whatever. But I think dealing with a baby, especially in this phase, is not the easiest thing. Um, I mean, I love spending time with her, but spending eight hours on coding and something interesting is way different than for eight hours trying to entertain um, a, a very small baby. So I'm, I'm so fucking grateful for having my wife and she's helping with everything. And I think, you know, as my daughter grows, my ratio of how much time I spend with her is also going to change to be more and more and more because now she's dependent on my wife for breastfeeding. And there's a lot of times where only my wife can do something to soothe her. Like she's looking for her mom and that's it. So that's going to change. Um, Things have changed after the baby, definitely, uh, to answer your question, but I think only in the positive way. Now I have like a light in my life, like something that guides me. Um, I was actually talking to my wife about this today, like um, about, you know, our split of, of chores and her taking care of this and I'm working too much right now and, you know, like how does she feel about that and all of that shit. And I realized that now is my last time. I, I mean, I was saying that during the, I was saying that before the pregnancy, like before we have a kid, I got to get my, you know, ducklings in order. How the fuck do they say that thing? Do they say even ducklings in order? Or did I invent that? I don't fucking know. But I wanted to, you know, I wanted to build this company properly and have the employees in place and actually have the proper amount of MRR and stability and maybe have a house and everything. I wanted that before the pregnancy. I didn't achieve that. Then during the pregnancy, I was like, okay, we have nine months, buddy, you and me. That means me and me. We're going to do this in nine months. We're going to turn things around. I still wasn't focused. Then it was like the last month of the pregnancy. I'm like, come on, you, there's not time. Like after this baby is born, I didn't know what we're going to get. Like a lot of people were saying, you're not, you're not going to sleep ever. And your baby's not going to sleep. Turn out, turns out my daughter is sleeping seven to nine to 10 hours every night. And we were lucky and it's, it's totally fine. But I think now is the final, final period. And I'm someone, I hate myself for this, but I'm someone who does things during the final, final periods. Like it needs to be past the due date for my brain to be like, oh, cool, now we're going to start doing this shit. Now I feel like my daughter still doesn't have that amount of memory to be like that. And also I'm not like most of the time I'm working normally from nine to, to three or to four, which is not overworking myself or being absent. But as she grows up and she has more memories of her childhoods and shit, like above, let's say two years, three years old, 
Like, I don't even remember those years of my life, but definitely above three years old. I want to spend more and more time with her. I want her to be my best friend and just to spend, you know, maybe I'm idealizing too much this in my head. Maybe parents will, you know, fact check me with the reality, but that's how I imagine it. I'm going to spend a lot of time with her. We're going to do a lot of activities. And until then, like during this year and the next year, I really want to get my shit together to basically pay off the mortgage, to have shit ton of savings, to have proper investments and to feel like no matter what happens in the world, then it shocks me, dude. It shocks me and how many people are just, they just don't care about the revolution that we're seeing in front of our eyes. Like everything is going to change with the AI and all sorts of things that are happening. Like there's many technologies coming together that's going to flip the world around and many people are acting like the salary that they have or whatever. I mean, my my point of this is not to scare you or to make you panic, but just to be a little bit more aware that things are not going to stay like this, especially in the technology world. You see the amount of layoffs. Like I always thought to myself, you know, because I had offers from Facebook and shit in the past and Maybe I'll talk about that sometimes. And I thought to myself, like, even if this entrepreneurship thing fails, because it can't because I have way too many ideas and way too many things. But even if it fails, I can always get a job. And then you see what happens in the last year, year and a half. Like, so many layoffs, even at top companies, layoffs at Discord, at Twitter, at Twitch, at whatever. So I don't think this job and stability thing is going to be around forever. So what I want to do in the next one to two years is just sacrifice most of my time, just work, 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 work really hard. And I don't think that working really hard and working many hours correlates to big results. Like as I mentioned, that Sahil guy working for three hours in the morning can actually have a bigger outcome than me burning myself out coding on React Native because I'm very deep or level three, let's say. I need to zoom out and be on level zero and just look uh, at the bigger picture and try to make bigger moves. But I would make those moves if I had more money to make the moves right now. I got to go deep because, you know, even when people are like, hey, I'm going to help you with this, they don't help me with this. I got to do it myself. So yeah, a bit long answer to that, but that that those are my thoughts for now. Like work hard now and then create, like I, I think, I honestly think, even though that CC has the most potential, like there, there's still an insane amount of users signing up daily. If only I had the proper marketing person, you know, to fix the funnel and to do the marketing and to do whatever to fix CC. I think it can, we can take that MRR line and flip it to go back. But I think that Benji can be big. I mean, as soon as I flip that switch, because right now everything is free, and I don't know when I'm going to make it. Like right now, the plan is ridiculous. Like $4 per month, you can get it for the pro version. But I'm going to make it, I even have a task. You might saw it blinking in my to-do list to make Benji most of it paid. Like fuck all of that shit that I was saying about saving the world and whatever. There are too many bad apps in the world. I'm going to make a good app. No, like I've wasted way too much time on this. I think it can help people a lot. And I think I'm going to price it very high for to to be in a way for people like, I'm going to pay a lot, but I'm going to get my shit together in, in that kind of way. Like, I don't want these people who are going to, you know, ask me, hey, it's $4. Can I get it for three? I don't need those people. Like, I want to create a community of people who want to crush it in life. A community of people who want to create systems and not just rely on, uh, for me, a to-do text file is more than enough. Apple reminders is, that's, those are not systems. Like, I want with Benji to create all of these systems for people who really want to plan their life. And in order to crush it in life, you got to rely like there's this saying of we don't rise to our something, something. We fall back to our systems. I think it's from the guy who wrote Atomic Habits. I'm too too tired right now to think of the quote. But I really believe in that. So yeah, I think I went a little bit too deep with the answer. Uh, I want to create a community of people who will actually pay a lot of money to get their shit together. And I would be fine with having less people who pay more money than having shit ton of people who pay less money. I think I should learn my lesson now and price it something uh, proper. So yeah, what I was trying to say is I, I hope that Benji will be my breakthrough product because Sizi, 
I still feel like Sizi is not done. Like I, I kind of feel like ah, oh, it could have been. It still can be because I was expecting when we launched it. I was expecting oh, Chrome is going to kill this. You know, I was expecting oh, what if Chrome adds like a multi-device view and then it's done. Chrome never cared about it. I even talked to like Una who works at Chrome. Like first time I met her um, at a conference two years ago. And she's like, hi, I'm Una. And I'm like, hi, I'm Kitsi. Are you going to kill us? <laughs> like, literally, my first question was, and she, uh, like, that meme, I'm so worried about you, I don't even think about you. It's like, I'm butchering the meme, but you know what meme it is in the elevator. So, literally, Google Chrome doesn't give a fuck. Like, they only care about ads and making money, and they don't care about developer experience and making a develop browser for developers or making a multi-response view. So, yeah, that's what I was thinking five years ago. Uh, right now, I don't think that it's too late, but I really need the right person because I'm not going to be the person who's going to drop everything and just go work and fix the marketing uh, of CZ. There's two more questions here which are not that related to what I'm talking about. So I want to go through things that happened in, in, my, uh, in my day. Uh, basically, I coded all day and I had two meetings. The first meeting was with someone like I dug up this email from years ago, someone who wants to help with promotion of the course. He has made a course. Uh, it was a great meeting, but my mind wasn't there. I was just looking at the clock. You know, I was moving because I was shaking my leg and I can see that noticeably in the in the fucking thing and I just couldn't stop it because I, I'm like, I don't want to be in this meeting right now. All I want is um, to go and code on Benji. So I added a task that I'm going to follow up and he said he's going to follow up. Then, like, I don't like when we're talking about abstract shit. You give me a correct proposal. I'm going to spend this much of your money and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. So he said he's going to do that. Send me an email. And that was meeting number one. And then I'm chilling, coding, whatever. I had the beanbag here. And then I get, um, I fuck, like even though I'm working on a planner app, last week, um, I was supposed to have a call with Mark from Frontend Masters about me teaching a workshop at Frontend Masters. And I'm going to explain to you what that is and how does it work. And last week, he DMs me on Twitter. Hey, dude, I was waiting for a while, but you didn't show up. So I left and I'm like, fuck, dude, how, how am I making a productivity app and I'm still missing meetings? So one of the features I'm going to add to the desktop Benji app soon, and I'm not kidding, this will be optional, but when there is a meeting upcoming in the next 15 minutes, like all of your monitors are going to go red, like red alert. Like there's a nuclear missile about to land in your fucking room. Like everything is going to go red. There's going to be a loud sound. The speakers are going to switch from headphones to speakers just in case these are off and whatever. And for a while, it's going to be like, you have a meeting. You, and you're not going to be able to turn it off until you acknowledge or maybe type, yes, I have a meeting and I'm going to be there at the meeting because I have had it, dude. I have Alex, I don't want to say it out loud, um, telling me about times for my meetings. I have Raycast. I have Benji. I have Google Calendar. I have so many things and I still miss the meeting. So today I was like, today I'll be on time. And I always set an alarm for my meeting. So I always, you know, when I look uh, at my plan for the day, I even made a, um, a series shortcut that goes through all of the events for my day and it asks me, do you want an alarm for this meeting? And I, if I answer yes, it goes and stores a meeting. But I stopped doing that. It was a habit. Holy shit, I just had an idea for, for Benji native. Now that Benji is native, there's basically this routines feature in Benji where you can, I think I showed you that yesterday. Now it's buggy, so I cannot show it to you. Where you go through like your morning routine and basically you click uh, next, 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 next. And as part of your routines, you can have either habits or checklists. But what if you can also have links? to external things. For example, a link can be unlocking a gate at your home by pinging home assistant webhook or whatever. So while you're doing your morning routine, imagine you have like a uh, brush teeth and you click check and then you have like unlock gate and you check, but instead of checking something in Benji, it calls an external link. For example, unlocking your front door or turning off a light or doing something. One of the links can be a serious shortcut 
that open this and does so does something because two shortcuts i think they can be called yeah they can be called by url i think there is a way to call them by url so what i can do is from within benji i can have this shortcut for setting alarms for my events because we've been talking with zico brainstorming like if it will be technically possible to set alarms from the benji app but ios is restrictive they would have to be custom alarms long story short is i need this house to sound like there's a fucking nuclear missile incoming before i have on a meeting and I'm going to find a way to do that because I do that manually now. So I looked at my calendar, I misjudged and I, I set an alarm for three o'clock. I'm mentally preparing. So 10 minutes before a meeting, you cannot go all in and just be focused on your thing. So I'm looking at the clock and I'm like 10 more minutes, five more minutes. And then I enter the meeting and I'm waiting five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, nothing. And I get annoyed. I, I text Mark. I'm like, hey, where are you? I'm waiting. I'm like, is he doing the thing? Because I was doing the thing last week. And he's like, what are you talking about? The, the meeting is in 15 minutes. And I'm like, I'm so fucking tired, dude. I need screens around me. I want to be like this uh, security guard. Literally, I don't like to having two screens anymore. People are like, you only need one screen and a MacBook to ship. Fuck all of that, dude. I'm going to get 15 screens. One of them for Spotify, for calendar, for all of those things. Like I want to be surrounded by monitors and never miss. I, I, I'll still miss things. I'm an idiot. But yeah, that was annoying. It was a great fucking meeting, dude. I didn't like, I didn't expect the meeting to be so fucking good, honestly. Because before the meeting, I was texting Zico that honestly, dude, I don't want to teach workshops and I don't want to do any of this crap and I don't want to sell and deal with courses and a bunch of this shit. I want to I, I want to go all in on one product and just do only that. And then I was like, I'll take the meeting. What's the worst that can happen? And we were talking about me doing remote workshops, me using my material, but I was misunderstanding the entire platform, the uh, front-end master's platform, and I finally got it. What they do basically is they fly you out to Minneapolis, I think, in USA. Is it Minneapolis or is it Minneapolis? I'm tired, whatever. Um, so they fly you out. They pay for the flight in the hotel and they pay you for teaching a workshop for a day. So you teach to people in person. And um, there's also remote people joining in, but you got to do it from, from, their, from their studio. You cannot do it from home. Then they record it. And if they think that you've done well, no, I think they do that beforehand. They judge if you have good enough material for a workshop. And if if people would actually care to see, because they have a curated list of people who are doing workshops. And then um, they record it in person and they turn your, you're doing the workshop live, but they turn it into like videos and chapters and they do all of the work. You don't have to do anything. And then basically you make money from people watching your workshop. So I was like, what I can do, because for React Alicante, I'll be doing my zero to ship workshop, like a, some, like a compressed version of zero to ship. Uh, I've done it last time, but it was like four hours and it was not enough. And now I want to do it at more conferences and make it be like eight hours. So I would have to go through the material anyway. So what I'm going to do is make an eight-hour workshop of zero to ship, submit it for front-end masters. And if they accept it, I'm going to go there and record it, teach it for a day. It will just take me a day of my life and one day traveling to the USA, one day coming back. And probably because I've never been to a USA, uh, also... 39 days being in the USA, buying all the Pop Funkos, board games, all the shit that I cannot find here in Europe, right? Coming back like fucking Santa Claus with minus money on my bank account. Other than that, it's only going to take two days, the, the recording of the workshop. And then I come back and I'm done with it. So basically, people will be browsing Frontend Masters, will be finding my course. I'll be making money from them watching it. But also, if they want to watch the extended version, they can always go and buy Zero to Ship. So I think it's a win-win for me. And it's better than the plan of let's do a workshop every Friday. This way, I'll just record this and it's online somewhere and, and they have a huge audience. So people will more people will learn about me. They might learn about some of my products, buy some of my products, buy Sizi, Benji, whatever. So I think it's a 
it's a good opportunity. I'm glad I actually took the meeting. So Zico was actually convincing me to to take the meeting and see what happens. I guess thank you, Zico, you fucker. Uh, yeah. Also, we had so much in common with 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 that guy. It was actually a bit creepy. So I had to, you know, in the middle of the meeting, I'm like, okay, we this is cringe. Let's just find something we don't have in common. He had Zelda figurines in the back. I'm like, I don't like Zelda. I think it's a very stupid game because it makes me go find a pepper and now go find an apple and now go find a cook and together you're going to cook. Hey, bye. Are you Gordon Ramsay or are you fucking, you know? Like I still need to grow up and go through that game. I know it's a masterpiece and Nintendo and whatever and. But yeah, I I really like having a, a meeting with that guy and uh, with Mark and um you can check out his fitness. Well, I'll never put a link to it. So why even mention it? He had like a fitness manifesto or whatever. He's the guy who actually convinced who convinced me to start drinking collagen, even though my wife had it for for months. Like this guy mentions it in his thing because he said he worked with doctors and nutritionists and whatever to craft the perfect thing, and he's almost forty, but his blood work shows that he's almost like. He's similar to 28-year-olds when it comes to his blood. He has a lot of energy, blah, blah, blah. And I like these kind of people, you know, who don't let themselves grow old, um, doing workout supplements, all sorts of shit. So in, on his supplements page, I saw this collagen thing, and then I started drinking, and my wife is like, seriously, you just need other people to tell you what to do. But yeah, we were talking about Benji, and I told him that he'll be perfect fit for Benji to make actually a profile and to take his manifestos and supplements and whatever and to actually put it on Benji, I think I'm failing at the part that Benji was supposed to be good at is to make it a social network because I buried the timeline tab where people follow each other and learn about each other's habits and shit. That's buried in settings and it's disabled by default. So I think with the native app, it will be a hard-coded tab just because I think there's so much potential there. Like soon Benji will have like um, shopping list, like a feature specific for shopping, not like a to-do list that you add your carrots to. And it's going to have like recipes combined with your meal tracking. So whenever I track my meal, like I, I ate oatmeal or millet with whatever, you'll be able to click on it, go to my profile and actually see a recipe. So I think there's a lot of, you know, possibilities there to making this into a positive social, um, social media network, so social network, where people will, you know, share healthy things and share blueprints about how they, how they actually are healthy and they do whatever, dude. What, what am I even talking about? I'm fucking tired. 30s, how many minutes? 37 minutes. So yeah, great meeting. Glad I, I took the, the meeting with him, uh, even though I was annoyed by meetings today. Uh, someone mentioned in the comments, and I really appreciate that. You know, um, the, those are the, the comments basically keep me going. When someone is like, um, and someone that I really admire mentioned that, um, he said, dude, I listened to a few episodes of your podcast, and it's the hardest I've ever laughed at any podcast ever. And I'm like, holy fucking shit, that's, you know, I need, Immediately, my skepticism, my my other side of the brain is like, nah, it's not that good. Like, shut the fuck up. You're not that funny. But it, it was really nice to hear that because I mentioned before, there are few people commenting on like, are you going to continue this? You're not making enough views. Dude, I'm not trying to be fucking Mr. Beast. But this kind of comments that I made someone's day, I made someone laugh. And like the front-end master's opportunity open because I mentioned literally in the podcast that I want to do workshop. This Mark from, uh, from this Mark, like he's a fucking object this mark so mark from frontend masters listened to the podcast he dm'd me tweeted to me and then this opens this opportunity and there's so many things that opened to me i and i remember this line from gary vaynerchuk from back in the day don't get discouraged when you post something and it gets even two views one of those views might change your life so i knew that phase phrase from him but i didn't respect it enough in my life honestly even though i'm uploading content and whatever you cannot not think about the views and you cannot not think about the other shit but comments like these like literally keep me going. So someone commented, hey, I'm listening on Spotify, but um, I came here to comment that um, 
because of this podcast, I increased my stamina. I'm going on walks. And definitely, if it wasn't for this, I would, wouldn't be going on all my walks. So I guess thank you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it only takes really to like for this ripple effect to start. It it takes, you know, just one person and then they might tell about the podcast to another person and then it creates this positive ripple effect. And I really like it. Like I'm recording this at midnight and I'm like deadbeat tired. Like there's so many days where it's the end of the day and I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? And I don't want to do it right now. But I told you, we're going to go to a day 100 and then we're going to see, maybe I'm going to compress a bunch of information from the week and do it three times per week or two times per week or one times per week. We'll see. But for now, I like it. Like the part that's killing me is not really the talking that tomorrow I have to do the audio enhancement and all of the things that MG was supposed to be doing. Like that's the part that's killing me that I have to spend 30 minutes on that, on that shit. Um, yeah. The nice thing about quoting all day is I don't even think of eating and binging and whatever. Like I, I, I actually get annoyed when I'm hungry. Like it, it was 11 something in a.m. And I'm like, I feel my stomach growling. And I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. I want to finish this feature. Usually before when I was doing my miscellaneous tasks and procrastinating and bullshit, I'm like, oh, let's go check the fridge. And I was opening the, the fridge more than I was opening my code editor. Um, so yeah, I guess when you're working on the right thing, dude, like all of the things fall into place. If I can just add a little bit of that life balance to my current work-life balance, it would be fucking perfect. Uh, funny thing happened at lunch. We were having lunch and Maria wanted to check out the app because he's, she's so tired of the web app. She's like, show me the app and the features and I'm showing her things and I'm showing her things for five minutes. Everything works fine. And if you don't know, Maria, my wife was actually working as a tester. Uh, first part-time, she was working part-time at Amazon and part-time she was working on helping me test Sizi uh, and Glink, and then she went full-time, uh, and she was working as a tester full-time, basically not just as a tester, customer support and a bunch of other things, writing help centers and a bunch of other stuff. So she has this tester feeling, and it always happens with her. You try to show her something that works, and it's going to break. So I use this app for 5-10 minutes, it works fine. She's like, can I try the routines? Clicks on a routine, boom, error, error, full screen. I'm like, this is not possible, dude, and you haven't been testing for months. Like, you still have it in you. Some some magic in the hand. Touches a phone, something fucking breaks. So I definitely miss her in regard of, you know, uh, testing because she was very rigorous and sometimes she would annoy me with nitpicks which had to be reported. She would be like, this is two pixels off and this gray color is a little bit offset in the light mode or whatever. They would be annoying. But there was a lot of things that I'm not able to catch while coding. So anyway, that was that was freaking uh, funny. Uh, okay, a few things from Twitter. I, I haven't checked the AMA, but a few tweets things that I wanted to mention uh, tweet about failing I tweeted something today about let me just check and read the thing okay most people are not persistent enough and quit too early that's the only difference between success and failure successful people just fail more times and plow through it it's part of the game like it blows my mind that so many people still don't fucking get this like they think just because you're successful that you haven't failed or you don't feel like a failure and there are people like they're a billion times more successful than me feel like failures like if you listen to logic he's a super popular rapper and I, I listened to a recent clip from his podcast um the logic cast or whatever he started after me basically i was his role model uh and he said uh to rain wilson the guy from the office dude i woke up today and i looked myself in the mirror and i said you ain't shit and you haven't done shit and i get him if he can feel like that what's left for the rest of us the creator from family family guy seth mcfarlane i, I listened to logic's interview with him super successful guy he was talking about how he's suffering from anxiety and constant panic attacks. And um, like basically all creative people have that shit. So I don't want to go in that direction and talk about that. But talking about failure, dude, you're going to feel like a failure. You're going to feel like a fraud. You're going to feel like an imposter. And you're going to fucking plow through it. That's the only that's the only way. So I could have quit 
Benji in 2018 when I started it for the first time or Sizzy 2017 I started for the first time I just plow through it I'm just curious enough to see what will happen and maybe people many people would quit this podcast on episode three they will like oh fuck no the first one was that many views this one is that many views fuck it I'm not going to do it I see so many people starting a vlog three episodes and they're done starting this starting a startup they don't have like Benji might explode after three years of working on it or it might explode like I still like I'm building it for myself but I never lose this hope of you know that things are going to happen and a lot of people just don't let you know that image with the guy digging in the mine or whatever and he's like one inch away from going to the diamond but he turns back that's 99% of people and the other 1% is entrepreneurs but they're we're not that different that's what I'm trying to 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 drill in your head that we're not that different. You just got to be more persistent and to fail more and stop trying to fucking... Like, I've been going, you know, as I'm coding, I just keep thinking of this. I'm like, only more people code it this way without thinking, oh, and now for the icons, I'm going to find this perfect library and whatever. I just plow fucking through it, dude. And I'm very well aware that a lot of times I look at a piece of code as I'm writing it, I'm like, oh, this is shit. We'll fix later. Where a lot of people will be like, let's try to find the most abstracted, nicest, performant way that Dan Abramov would secretly like if he ever sees this code. And that's why they're stuck not ever shipping something. Like, I was talking to this guy yesterday and he was like, why did you make the course? Was it only for money and whatever? And I realized that I didn't make the course only for money. I also made it because I'm fucking tired, dude. I'm tired of the entire front-end community, especially being like stuck in, oh, which styling library do you choose? And do you use Blitz or RSC or Next14 or Next13? Like there's so many fucking choices. Use anything at the end of the day. Like you can watch my course, not use my stack, just learn the techniques. And at the end of the day, choose like, very similar stack to mine. You can be like, I'm not going to use Mantine. I'm going to use Tailwind or whatever. But just keep the mentality of what I'm teaching you. Like the course is not only about, like I didn't want to talk about the course. I just, just telling you as an example that like I was annoyed enough to sit through days and many months of recording this fucking course to just drill into the people. Hey, if you're stuck in life, you're procrastinating on shit. I have a fucking solution, buddy. Here it is. But a lot of people still find it hard. They're going to watch the course. They're going to feel that pump for a few days and they'll be like, yeah, but this influencer said to not use this library because a few milliseconds <laughs> farts or whatever you did. Everyone is so fucking annoying. There's like, everyone puts entrepreneurs and successful people on this pedestal. And the only difference is plowing, fucking through, failing, showing shitty things to the world, like constantly getting criticized and, and learning to live with criticism when someone's like, hey, this is not good enough to not be like, oh my God, now it's the end of it. Just plow through it and you'll be fine. Jesus Christ. Um, you got me pissed. All right, so final things, I guess, here. I didn't answer all the questions. I'm going to keep a few of these AMA questions into my questions list so I can answer some of them next time. Keep asking questions in the comments if you're actually curious about something I'm going to answer in the next one. Final thing, I don't have a book because I stopped reading. I don't have a movie. We're supposed to have a movie night tonight. We didn't. I don't have a quote TV show. I'm going to stop watching True Detective because I just want to say how right I am about this fucking topic, dude. Don't watch new TV shows. Even when they're on HBO, even... When it's True Detective, which had good seasons, wait. Just wait. Someone someone on Twitter replied to me, well, sometimes you just have to be the first one to watch it. No, you fucking don't. No, you fucking don't. I guess, yes, collectively, if all of us decide not to watch it, but we're not going to do it collectively. And you, as someone listening to this, you can decide to never do this shit again when you go on Netflix and click on Griselda before the 10 episodes are out, the reviews are out, and you're like, oh, it's a 4.9. I don't need to watch this garbage. Now, True Detective has more ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, higher score than season one, which means the world has lost his mind. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to say why it's bad. People have been tweeting why is it bad and why they don't like it. For me, that's it. We watched two episodes. We're not going to finish it. But I had a feeling, dude, 
during episode two, they were mentioning some things, and I'm like, oh shit, is it gonna are they serious? Like that moment in Black Mirror, they had an amazing episode about paparazzi ruining people's lives, and I thought it's gonna be all about you know how famous people kind of live with it and they go crazy, and sometimes they need you know help from professionals because paparazzi are crazy. Dude, middle of the episode, the girl turns into a fucking werewolf. Like, I couldn't believe that's fucking Black Mirror. They ruined the show so fucking much. And that's why... And people were telling me, Kitsa, watch the first episode. Don't watch the rest. They're garbage. I didn't trust them. So my point was, watch the old shit. If you're like, but I don't know what to watch. Go type in IMDb top 250. What do you want to watch? Comedy? Filter out the comedies. Pick something that's from 10 years ago. And it's... You know that the ending is already good and the final season is good. And you don't have to suffer through it. So anyway, not, not going to finish True Detective. Season 1, amazing. Season 3, amazing. Season 2, we watched one episode, stopped it. Season 4, like, I guess make different shows, people. Like, they keep calling it True Detective, and one day it's gonna be, you know, I don't know, a comedy show about people stuck on an island remembering random numbers. That show was great. Lost. GameStop Gaming Music. I want to recommend you this artist and his album that I'm definitely gonna butcher, but it's J.I.D. He's a rapper. And his latest album is something, something story, something with a story. Dude, listen to GID. Like, this is not rap. This is fucking art. Like, I don't remember the last time. Like, I listened to this album probably seven fucking times. The lyrics, the the thing, like, it's so fucking good. I just can't. And I love the rap that he's doing. Like, very, like, he's fast. He's clever. Instrumentals mixed. Like, it's 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 a 10 out of 10 album. Fucking loved it. I remember one of them. Um, one of the rhymes, because I was doing rap bars at the end of this podcast, I remember one of the rhymes were something like, um, what was it? Like, many of my bros, the clo- the closest thing they have to a pop is a popped condom. And that the rhyme is, like, so fucking clever. Like, their dad, you just made them and left, basically. So the closest thing they have to a pop is a popped condom. Like, I hate, I, I hate and I love when rappers have these fucking clever things. That I have to pause, I have to take off one headphone, I gotta stop coding. Go open the Spotify lyric. I'm like, did he actually say that? Oh, clever motherfucker. Love it. So anyway, go listen to GID. He's fucking awesome. And I guess my friendos, that's it for today. Go do your homework in the description. Follow, join, links, do a bunch of other things. Like it's blowing my mind that I'm surpassing some of the people who are my idols and some of the people that I'm looking for. Like I was looking forward. I'm not looking forward. to. I'm looking upon. Like I don't know, dude, I'm tired. It's going to be midnight in one minute. I'm surpassing them in followers and that's like a fucking surreal thing to me. I still think, you know, I still have this imposter syndrome, this thing that I'm a fraud, that I don't deserve this and yada, yada, yada. But I think above 45,000 followers, like suddenly the line just goes way faster. I don't know if you get more reach or if you get more whatever when you have more followers, but it's been fucking crazy. So go follow me on Twitter. We're going to argue about a bunch of things. Now I'm tweeting about React Native and so many people are like, oh my God, you finally tried React Native. We're so happy. Like I'm so fucking, <laughs> I don't know, dude, it's weird. Anyway, do your homework in the tweets. Thank you for watching this. If you watched until the end, leave a donut in the comment. I really appreciate the comments. Even if you leave a single donut, like I appreciate it. I like knowing, like it's, for me, it's enough just to see familiar faces who are listening to this and it makes my day. So thank you for that. Who is the singer of Chandelier? See ya tomorrow with a fucking tooth. Hopefully, you donuts.